You're now listening to Sound Talent Media. Check out more shows at SoundTalentMedia.com. This is the Jabberjaw Podcast Network. Visit JabberjawMedia.com for more shows like this one. Hello and welcome to episode 80 of the Manage Mental Podcast, a weekly discussion on hot topics in the music biz for the up and comers, the brand newbies, the beginners, and aspiring rock stars of tomorrow. This podcast is propelled by your input and feedback. So please rate and review and leave us a comment on Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen to this show. I am your host, Mr. Blasco, and as always, I am joined by my good friend, the co-host from the other coast, Mr. Mike Mowry. What's happening, Blasco? I'm uh, clean-shaven on my face for the first time in as long as I can remember. So, I don't know if it was to celebrate episode 80, but I'm just going to say that it was. You just had to hit the reset. You just, you, you know, you, it was just one of those back. things. I'm hanging out with my dad. You know, we're having a good time. He, uh, he kept hinting, you know, he kept saying, uh, we're in a hotel, you know, he's like, hey, there's some shaving cream and a razor in there. After a while, you kind of get the hint. So shaved up, you know, feeling good. Yeah. A little bit different. Hit the reset, as you said. Like it. Uh, in the last episode, we chatted about eight ways to promote your band. That was a really great episode. So check it out if you haven't already. Today's episode is sponsored by our buddies at rockabilia.com. Go check them out for the awesomest collection of officially licensed band merch on the planet. Use our code PCJabberJaw and get 15% off your entire order. Yeah, those guys have been incredibly supportive of us, so please go and support them. Head on over to Rockabilia, tell them Blasco and Mike sent you, and don't hesitate to share with us uh, whatever you got while you were over there. Maybe there's some unique items pertaining to cats that Blasco's not even aware of. <laughs> uh, this week we talk about word of mouth marketing. This is going to be killer, so let's get mental. Yeah, boy. Uh, so, Mike, we talk a lot about building your following, building your base, building your fans. There is no, there there is no business without a consumer. And you cannot be a successful band without fans. And so I find that I get a lot of questions like, yeah, that's cool, man. Like I totally, I totally get that now that you've beat it into my head. However, you don't talk enough about how I build a fan base, how I get fans. How do I do that? Now, in my opinion, one of the most important ways for that to happen is word of mouth marketing. So I found an article that is not music based whatsoever, but word of mouth marketing. We can, we, we you know, we can uh, modify it to to fit um, our uh, our podcasts and our and our listeners today. But um, I think it's important, and uh, and also too, I think it is good to go outside of the box. Every answer for what we do 
doesn't necessarily have to be rooted in music, right? So like every podcast yeah. and every book I read isn't a, a book on or a podcast on music. You know, it's other things that I apply to music. Totally. And I think that's important for both of us because, you know, uh, we take influence and education from outside of the music business and and then use, yeah, our experience and our expertise to kind of craft it into what works for uh, the domain that, yeah, we we uh, exist in. So I agree. I like going outside. And I think uh, I think you're right. You know, one of the things that I notice as well is it is hard. That's the hardest part is to know exactly what to do. And the even harder part is to do it right. I mean, yep. that's that's why people have coaches. That's why people, if they're going to, you know, uh, go to the gym, they get a personal trainer. It's because, <laughs> you know, building the plan and knowing you should go. That's not really the hard part. It's getting in there and doing it and having somebody hold you accountable. And of course, teaching you the best techniques is what really gets the results. And it's the same thing here. Right. And and so you're, you're right. We do do a very good job of kind of, put, you know, uh painting the broad stroke. So I'm excited to dig into a little bit more of the, uh, the details on it. Yeah. So I found this article, uh, that we'll put a link to in the show notes, of course, and it is called seven ways to implement word of mouth marketing in your strategy. Uh, so number one, encourage user generated content. User-generated content is content created and shared by consumers about brands or products. It's honest, builds trust, and gives marketers extra collateral to work with. So how can, how can you get users to generate content? Number one, have a unique hashtag to identify content created by customers. Two, incentivize creating and sharing pics, videos, and GIFs on social media Offer a free gift, discount, or feature. And number three, create a sense of community. Showcase your user-generated content uh, prominently on your website or main profile. Yeah, I mean, one of the simplest ways that people do this, you know, if you're out playing live and someone takes a video of you and shares it, that's user-generated content, right? The fan who is watching your band play, who's filming it and then posts it, they, you know, that's the user and they've generated that content for you. So, you know, it really isn't incredibly complicated uh, and there's so many different ways of doing it, but I do like that they're, they're saying, okay, have a plan for that. What's the hashtag that's going to go up? How are you incentivizing people to do it? And, you know, ultimately how is every other user that's doing that brought into a community where they feel like they're actually helping you, you know, propel your brand? Yeah, because, you know, the user, the fan gets so pumped whenever you repost the, and tag them in what they, whether it's a video or a photo, you know, from a show or of them listening to your album or whatever it is, whenever you acknowledge them for doing that, because keep in mind that they're only posting that content because they love it. You know, they they, they want to share with their friends what they're doing at the moment. And for the band to acknowledge that is, you know, is amazing to them as 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 the fan. Um, so, you know, for me, I'll give you an example. I'll go on stage with Ozzy and then I will get off stage. And in, in the van ride on the way to the plane, what I will be doing is I will be checking the Ozzy Osbourne hashtag. And on there is all 
these videos and photos of what the fans have posted from the show that night or, you know, any previous night, but obviously that whenever you go into the, you know, the recent, um, content, uh, from, uh, it's posted from that night, right? The most recent stuff rises to the top. So I will repost that. I will tag those people and I will use all that content for my content. Obviously, there's no way for me for me to take photos of myself or film video of myself <laughs> while I'm playing. So to, you know, to so to use that, um, I think on a, on a grander scale, like it says here to incentivize them, um, you know, it's it's like, you know, giving away a gift, giving away an MP3. I mean, there's so there's so many strategies, but it's like, you know, it's like for us, it's like we love it whenever people comment and rate us on, on Apple Podcasts for for our podcast. Like we love that, and we acknowledge them, and we read it at the top of the episode, and we you know we give them a shout out or whatever, right? Like we're incentivizing people to do this by acknowledging the fact that they are doing it. And then you know, community man, there's nothing more there's nothing more important than um, community. And, um, and I'll give you another example. So, you know, one of the bands that we manage, what we did, um, it's a little bit different, but it was a Spotify thing. And what, and what we did is, Hey, look, we're going to create, um, a, a, uh, a greatest hits playlist, right. Of the, of the band, but we right. want you guys, the fans to create the cover, like the album cover, the playlist cover, right? And so we put it out there and we got like hundreds of submissions and we went through it all and we picked the one and, you know, we made that the cover of our playlist on Spotify. And then we, and then we shouted out all the runners up, you know, and put them up and we made like a a Facebook, uh, section in the photo section that had all of the all, uh, all of the submissions in there or whatever but you know acknowledging them it's creating the community i mean there's so many different ways we can only have so much time to you know offer up a few ideas but once again user generated content you know yeah get, and the, and the, the i mean the opportunity yeah the opportunities are endless obviously and you know one of the things that is easy for us is we get to draw upon these you know massive examples right like of Mm -hmm. course you're on stage with ozzy osbourne so if you go and get the hashtag ozzy osbourne there's going to be hundreds of those photos for all of you out there that don't really have that you know wide of a impact you know think about what is it that you can do with the small you know group of people that you already have you know And, and it's really applying the same kind of fundamentals and looking at what other people are doing, but it's, it's, you know, I guess I'm just trying to say that like, this is the key to it. No matter where you are, there are users that are paying attention to you and how do you incentivize them to help you, you know, promote your brand? Yeah. Number two, share customer testimonials and reviews. Um, testimonials can be written or video and can be hosted on your website or pulled from others. Depending on your industry, some um, some popular review sites include blah 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 blah. Um, but yeah, I mean the point of it here is that, like we do, you know, you want people to review your record. You want people to post that they're that they're buying your record or listening to your music, and and you want them to like like this record's awesome or you know whatever. Post cool shit and then acknowledge it. And post, hey, thanks for the great review. You know, especially now with like Instagram stories, it's like you don't have to be, you know, you don't have to worry about like over posting, you know, and and, and just like, because I see a lot of bands do like do this and like encourage fans to like, 
post a, a photo of themselves with an album or whatever, and we'll repost it and we'll put it on and it'll be our, our story today. You know, there's, there's so much you can do. And we do it here on the podcast. Once again, you know, we're, we're sharing the, the, we encourage the, the, uh, the reviews and testimonials and we share them and we acknowledge them. And, um, and it, but it's, you know, of, of utmost importance that I can't, you know, say any more about. No. And I mean, this is really one of the biggest key things is, you know, when you talk about word of mouth, I was listening to, you know, a podcast that was strictly based on marketing and they talked about how, you know, this is really the most important component of it as everybody's trying to figure out how to, you know, uh, carve their lane in this completely saturated space. If you get other people, especially trusted people who are talking about what you're doing and promoting it, that's what really can cut through. And so you can, you just got to start small. You know, if you're, if you're a local band in a local scene and, you know, again, we've talked about the influencers there, whether it's other artists, whether it's promoters, whether it's, you know, uh, you know, whoever else in that scene, get them to help you by, yeah, taking a picture with your album, talking about how great it is, you know, testifying how good you were at that live show. Um, those are really the things that, that can help at this, at this very early stage. Yeah. Number three um, might technically roll into number two, but it's get product ratings on your site. So depending on your business model, you may want to give people the ability to rate or review specific products, services, et cetera, directly on your site. Now, look, I, I, this may you know be a little, a little daunting and maybe at, at times a little unnecessary. However, if there was you know someone that was willing to take the initiative to put that component on social media or on their website to uh, uh, you know have your albums all up there and and have people you know, talk amongst themselves build chat rooms around it or whatever obviously on iTunes there's there's plenty of reviews that you can pull from and acknowledge and and uh and and work with so you know i mean look you know iTunes if if you're at that stage where your music is on iTunes you know you want to encourage people to rate and review on there and you want to acknowledge those people and you want to and you want to uh, you know put put it up there and share it and let people know like hey this person thinks it's cool so maybe you'll think it's cool too but once again we're talking about word of mouth here right and you want people talking about it and you want other people to, whenever they find it, they're like, oh, oh, wow, other people are talking about it too. Maybe there's something here for me. Yeah. I mean, Amazon's another good place. I don't think it's as influential in music because I don't think you or I really, you know, use it as much as we would a place like Apple. But, you know, I think about if I go shopping for something at Amazon, I'm absolutely reading the reviews. And so, you know, a huge component, I think so many of us are afraid to ask for people to do the things that are really beneficial to us, right? So it is, it's just like Blasco says at the top of this podcast, please do go rate and review us on Apple Podcasts. If we didn't say that, so many of you might be thinking like, oh, wow, this is a really good show, but you might not take that extra step. So you've got to make sure that you're willing to ask people to do that for you, right? You know that it's actually beneficial. And so, yeah, reach out. Hey, if you really liked it, do us the favor. Go over to this platform or that platform and leave that positive review. And then like you've said, you know, share it, reward them for that behavior that they've done. Cool. Yeah, and 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 here's the good news, Mike. It's free. <laughs> I know. It's free. People love free. <laughs> <laughs> that, that, that is true. Yep. Uh, yeah. Um number 4, offer an incentive. 
big or small, people are always more willing and likely to do something if they receive some sort of value in return. So consider giving your consumers a discount or free gift in exchange for referrals, right? Yeah, I mean, you know, this is this is the one that, you know, I think becomes a little bit uh, more challenging is, you know, then it, then it requires an action on your part as well, right? So, so much of it is I say, okay, let's ask. If you don't ask, you're not going to get the review, but this requires you to take that next step. What is the incentive that you're willing to offer? And then you've got to follow through on it. But it doesn't have to be complicated. Again, our incentive here that you've taken the initiative on is if someone goes and rates and reviews us on Apple Podcasts or wherever they listen, then you give them a shout out. That's pretty easy. But it does require you and me to take that action of actually calling them out. So if you're going to offer an incentive, make sure that you actually follow through with it. Because if, if not, it, it can backfire. Yeah. I mean, there's a lot of strategies out there that you can see other people doing. Like say, for instance, on Instagram, someone will post a teaser of their video and they're like, hey, when this post hits a certain level of likes, we'll post the, the full video on YouTube and we'll you know post the link or whatever. Um, but as someone building their base, right, you might not be at that level yet. So it's, it's offering a different kind of incentive, you know, something like, uh, you know, like a, a free MP3 or, you know, um, I, I don't know. I mean, there, there's a lot of creative ways to do it. That, that's the beauty of the business that we're living in. It's, it's you know, it's uncharted territory. Um, but still, I don't want to distract you from the whole point of it here is, is to build a word of mouth and word of mouth, meaning that one friend tells another friend and then that friend tells another friend and you want to kind of create that that chain. Um, well, think, I mean, think up. about this, you know, we, we've talked about like, you know, poll your audience. If you can't figure out what an incentive is, that's going to resonate with your audience, ask them, right? Absolutely. If you and I went out and posted and said, Hey guys, you know, we're getting a five-star review and a comment every other episode. Maybe that's not, maybe us calling you out on, on our show isn't really motivating you to do that. Maybe there's something else, right? And if we went and surveyed our fans, they might tell us that. Um, so for all of you that are out there saying, well, I'm not entirely sure, just ask. You know, hey, guys, we really want you to help us support the release of this EP. Is there an incentive that we could, you know, uh, offer you guys that'll, that'll allow you to do these three steps? You know, take a picture of it, post it, and then tell a friend. Yeah. Um, and if so... You know, if everybody says, well, I want, you know, a free hooded sweatshirt, then that's what you end up giving away is a free hooded sweatshirt. Yeah. Uh, number five, create a referral program. You can take this a step further by creating a formal referral program. A good referral program includes uh, make spreading the word easy and quick, makes it worthwhile for both parties with an incentive or other benefit, and measures the results of your campaign. So Mike, what do you think about that? Yeah, I mean, I think this is awesome. I think this is a little bit more challenging in in this space, you know, and it would be, you know, I'm not entirely sure how, um, you know, necessarily how you would do it. But, you know, we've talked about setting up things like Facebook groups, 
right? And one of the things that I've seen that's really cool is where people empower like the most passionate fans within either a market, you know, whether it's a geographical region or whatever it may be, they, they empower ambassadors, right? And so that's the person that's the, the most loyal fan or fans. And their, their job is to go pull in more people, to refer more people, bring them in. And then they're rewarded, you know, sort of in the same way, that incentive, um, you know, they're rewarded to bring more people in. And then you're trying to get those people who are brought in, okay, how are they going to be rewarded by bringing their friends in? And so, you know, that's, that's one example of what I've seen work um, in this, in, in the music space. Yeah. What about you? Well, I want to jump to number six, because I think it's really important and and it's bridging the gap between the two here. Number six, connect with industry influencers and thought leaders. Influencers are exactly what their name suggests. Individuals with a strong following and power to influence the beliefs and behavior of those in it. Because of their already established reputation, word of mouth marketing from an influencer is undoubtedly the most valuable. I mean, we've had uh, within the last month, I think we've had four or five different releases of singles or videos uh, spread out from the label and the management side. And for each one of those releases, I have asked the artists themselves to create an exhaustive list of all of the people that they think might. It's not people who will, but people within their kind of, you know, uh, Rolodex that they could contact to ask whether or not they'll help promote. Right. Yeah. And so, you know, again, we'll go through that conversation. Some will say, well, I don't know about this person, you know, and I say, well, list them anyways. Right. And, and so then we, we go into this kind of team approach of, all right, maybe, you know, band member asked band member and I know the manager. So I asked the manager and we're all kind of creating this system of like, let's help one another because this is really the most important part. If you can get people with a following, these influencers and these industry thought leaders to help, you know, promote your, your stuff, you're light years ahead of any of these other strategies that we're talking about. Yeah. I mean, you know, and, and let, let's, let's simplify it, right? Like, so, you know, you're, you're in a band, but like an influencer would be someone that you respect uh, or someone that you know about that is doing something that has a, that already has a following and theoretically, it doesn't necessarily have to be a bigger following than what you have, but has an, an additional reach. So, you know, if it's like a blogger or if it's someone that has a, a, a mixed cloud radio show um, or if it's a play, you know, someone that has, you know, successful playlists or whatever, like that's all in your genre. If even if it's someone like me who has an influence, like, you know, on, on something like, uh, you know, like um, there, I think there's so many options to reach out to individual people and say, Hey man, like, can I, can I send you my record? If you like it, could you, you know, could you give a shout out? Could you put my song on your show? Could you, you know, could you interview me for your blog? I mean, look, admittedly, I do that stuff, you know, like I'll, I'll reach out to, you know, I'm promoting, you know, the podcast and, and what have you. And, and I'll like, for instance, like I saw um, my buddy Rudy Sarza, the original bass player for Ozzy Osbourne. He's a neighbor. He's a friend. And I saw he started a podcast, right? And I'm promoting a new podcast as well as this one. And I hit him up and I said, hey, man, like, would you would would you want to interview me for your podcast? Like, it, 
you it's always it's always a little daunting whenever you're putting yourself in a position to be rejected, right? And yep. and I know that. But look, you know, I'm 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 going to do it and 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 I and I I do do it. And and he was like, "Yeah, man, of course. It's like I get back from tour, you know, Friday and like pop over on the weekend and we'll do it." And we did. Like I went over there and you know, we we recorded a podcast episode and it was really fun and it was really cool, but it wouldn't have happened if I didn't ask, you know? And He's not necessarily, um, he's not necessarily a bigger figure in terms of social media presence. However, he's an additional source. He has his own audience, right? Um, uh, you know, another example is yesterday I went to CatCon, and for those that don't know, CatCon is the NAM of cat stuff. And yeah, yeah, yeah you did. <laughs> <laughs> and and it and and it was like you know it's a two day event. It's massive, but there's there's a lot of people there and and look you know i made the rounds i i i went to a lot of vendors there's a lot of people there that i know and there's a lot of people there that i don't know but i went to i went to all the vendors i got business cards um i came home i hit them all up i i i hit them on instagram hey it was nice meeting you blah 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 and um you know, got some meet and greets, you know, with little bub, who's like a successful Instagram cat, you know, posted all that stuff up. But Mike, let me tell you something by doing all this, my followers went up by a thousand people since yesterday, right? you know, right. And because I was just in an additional space of, of influencers, you know, people that were, were, were either posting my stuff, I was posting theirs, you know, everyone that was there, like you see all the vendors go up as other people well, talk about them and meet them. No. And, and I think those are fantastic points. And, and going back to the thing I said, where, you know, I have my artists make this exhaustive list of like people who might post about it. Of course, we're asking them to try to identify people with followings. Right. Mm -hmm. But as I've said, you know, I also say, look, it's got to be your friends, your family, like people who are going to post. And if they don't have a significant following, that's OK, because the second best thing to having people with a following post about your stuff is just a sheer volume of people posting about your stuff, yeah. right? So if if a new track comes out by your band and you find one person with, you know, 10,000 Instagram likes to post about it, that's great. But if you don't have that friend with 10,000 or whatever that number is, and you've got 50 friends, you know, with 500, that's just as good, if not better. And so you're trying to do both A and B. So don't shy away from, you know, asking people. And like Blasco said, it's hard to put yourself out there when you might face rejection. But one of the ways that he and I do it all the time is we offer a return. It's like, hey, you know, if we do, if you do X for me, I'll do Y for you. And they still might say no, and that's okay. But it, we're setting it up where they've got a reason to actually want to help us more than just, you know, uh, more than just something that's, that's, that is, you know, being, that's helping us. It's helping them as well. So. Yep. Uh, number seven, offer a unique share worthy experience. At the end of the day, the easiest way to generate word of mouth marketing in this digital age is to offer a unique, share-worthy experience. If you give your consumers something memorable, they cannot get anywhere else. They'll want to share it with their friends and loved ones, whether or not you ask them to. Yeah. I mean, I think to, to, to go one step deeper, it's are you providing a value? 
to whoever your audience is, right? And then if that is true, can you figure out a way to add to it to make it so they want to share it? Um, and so that's really the core of anything when you're doing it. I mean, when Blasco and I sit down to do these episodes, we do ask one another, is this providing a value to our audience? And once we agree on that, then we try to make it so it's something, there's something in here that you will want to share with, you know, with other listeners. Uh, but that's the key to me um, is making sure that it's got inherent value in and of itself. And then you, you add that icing on the cake where, you make sure that it's something they want to share. Yeah. I, you know, I mean, this, this is also a, a really big one for me. Um, you know, it's like, think of, think of something that you haven't seen before. Think of what's going to resonate with a group of people. I mean, it's like, uh, it's like, here's us at rehearsal. Like here's, here's us doing this other boring thing. Like there's nothing worse that, you know, cause like you, <laughs> you know, you, you talk to these young bands, right. And then, and then they're like, Hey man, would you, would you check out my stuff and, and sort of analyze where the problems are? Cause we're really trying to level up and we just seem to be hitting a wall and we're not getting there, you know? And yes, I will happily do that. And I, I look at, I look at their stuff and look, Mike, by and large, you look at these guys, you, you know, social media, like you look at their presence, right? Cause this is, this is our brand. Your brand is your presence, how your outward appearance looks to the, your potential fans. And if you look bored, right? And if you look like passive, if you look kind of like this is like a weekend warrior thing, like how do you expect someone to get excited about what it is that you're doing? Like it, you have to, like, even if it's not true, you have to at least fabricate something that is going to be exciting and share. So what I'm hearing you say here, Blasco, is we need to take our voices up a notch, right? <laughs> we need to make sure that everybody here, even though we're recording on a Sunday morning, we're excited about sharing this info with you guys. But no, I mean, look, it is a good point, right? You do have to be excited and passionate about what it is you are promoting. If you're half-assing it, and believe me, Blasco, there's times when I'm confident in what I'm doing, but I'm afraid of putting it out there and potentially failing. So I don't go and sell it in the way that I truly should sell it. And the times I've done that, people absolutely catch on and don't really, res it doesn't resonate in the way that I know that it could and should. So I think that is actually the best point that we've made today is you've got to actually not only believe in what you're doing and make it, you know, fit within all of these various things, but you've got to be passionate about it and be able to express that passion to the people that you are asking to help you with all of these word of mouth tools. Yeah. Look, I'm going to, I'm going to summarize today's episode. And I, I think that this episode is potentially a, a basis for what could be the most important tool uh, that you could be looking for, right? Because it's like, yes, I get it. We have to have a fan base. We have to build a fan base. How do we do that? Oh, okay. We play live. How do we get people there? No, like, look, we're living in, in the, the digital age. Access to your fans is at your fingertips. You don't have to you don't have to put all your stuff in a van and drive to a club and play in front of 10 people tirelessly for years and years and years, right? You don't necessarily have to do that uh, it's 
good that you do that, but there's other strategies to build it. And word of mouth marketing is the single most important online digital tool to work with. And so, you know, look, take this 30 minute episode for what it is, but do your research. There's plenty of books, there's plenty of articles, there's plenty of strategies, there's there's plenty of information about this topic, word of mouth marketing, W-O-M. And look it up, do, do your work. But honestly, it's like, this is important and you want people to share your content. You want to get people that can influence others, whether it's someone like me and Mike, or whether it's just a fan, you know, a fan of, if you're a heavy metal band, a fan of heavy metal. I mean, there's plenty of people that are, are posting that are just fans and they want to find new stuff. I mean, like, you know, Mike, man, like this, this genre is, is, is passionate for all of us. And there's nothing more than we like finding something like, Mike, dude, I found this band. I think you're really going to dig it. And I share it with you. And you're like, man, I, this is great. Like, you know what I mean? And we just do that but inherently because we're fans of this genre and this music, you know, and, and, and that's just how this works. So look, once again, I think this is a really important episode. This is a really important topic. Do your research, dig, dip, dig deeper than this episode. Um, but Word of mouth. This is the thing. Yeah. And and, and the last thing I'll say about this is the beauty of it is we're not the experts, right? I mean, Blasco and I are sort of the authorities when it comes to this podcast because you've chosen to listen to us and believe in us because we've got experience. But the beautiful thing about this day and age is so many of you out there are probably doing things that we've talked about in a unique way that you could share with us and the fellow listeners, um, you know, that that are better than the examples we're giving. Again, what's what's good about what Blasco and I do is we take, you know, where we are and try to try to um, be able to relay that information, the information that we have down to the level of where the majority of our listeners are. But the thing that's challenging for us is we're no longer in your shoes, right? We've been in your shoes and we were in your shoes 20, 25 years ago. So we can relate and draw on that experience. But what you're doing nowadays is, is what's actually, <laughs> you know, in practice for the bands that that are, are at that stage. So please, if you've got something that's worked or if this resonates with you and you try to implement something, absolutely keep us apprised of, of what it is that you're doing. You know, one of the reasons I like to work with developing artists is because they teach me just as much as I teach them. I'm able to guide them with my experience and my, uh, you know, relationships but they're the ones with boots on the ground in 2018 that are showing me the way that, you know, that, that things are happening each and every day in this new, new music industry. So please listeners don't hesitate to share with us, uh, the stuff you're doing. Yeah. And, uh, on that note, uh, we conclude episode 80. Uh, thank you for tuning in. We will be back here next week. In the meantime, you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Blasco1313. We encourage you to email us any questions or comments you may have for the podcast to me directly at askblasco at gmail.com. If you have listened this far, much respect to you for making efforts to educate yourselves and taking your future into your own hands. Mike, any final parting thoughts? Thanks again for a great uh, episode, Blasco. You guys can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Loop. If you're interested in taking your music career just a bit further, don't hesitate to go over to my coaching platform, OuterLoopCoaching.com. 
Last but not least, head on over to rockabilia.com for over 500,000 merchandise items. Uh, and you get a discount code uh, using PC Jabberjaw, 15% off. Tell them Blasco and Mike sent you. And I guess last but last but last but not least, a new level, which is Blasco's amazing podcast that he dropped uh, early July. If you haven't checked that out, head over to JabberjawMedia.com and you can find all of the episodes there. Um, yeah, this is a good one. Thanks, Blasco. Thanks, everyone. Peace. Hey, what's up? This is Blake Wyland. I'm the host of the Tone Mob podcast. It's a show where I interview guitar people about guitar stuff. We talk about their pedals, their amps, their accessories, their preferences, all that stuff, as well as a healthy dose of whatever comes up. Topics have ranged from aliens to addiction and anywhere in between. Oh yeah, and pizza. We're definitely going to be talking about pizza. So get the show wherever you're listening to this podcast at. Just search The Tone Mob in your search bar and it will pop right up. Come join us. We're having a lot of fun. Thanks for checking it out. This is the Jabberjaw Podcast Network.